Welcome to 30 Minutes of Growth, the all-action, all-growth marketing podcast that's all within half an hour. It features three segments with three playbooks you can use right away. And I'm your host, Alex Garcia. So let's do this. What's the secret growth weapon behind Culture Kings and Steve Madden? It's Yachtpo. I'm hearing great things about this e-commerce marketing platform. They're offering smart, data-driven solutions like Yapo SMS Bump, the top SMS marketing app in the Shopify app store. Right, you're probably interested, and it's easy. You could get a free demo by just going over to yapo.com and signing up. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Growth. In this episode, I have Noah Kagan. Uh, Noah, just we're going to get right into it, but can you just give a one-minute intro to yourself? what you do and, and all the, all the eight figure businesses you've built. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a dinosaur of this internet world, man. I've, uh, number 30, Facebook, number four, mint.com. I was in, I did Facebook games, I did Facebook payments. We launched AppSumo.com, which is now a, like a hundred million dollar business, which is crazy. Uh, we launched sumo.com, which was like a five, $6 million recurring revenue software business. Uh, we've done courses, monthly one K.com. Uh, we have tried, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash okay dork. It's got, uh, I don't know, like 350,000 plus subscribers. And uh, I've been doing the marketing stuff for a long time. I like finding things that are awesome and then telling the world about it. Well, the first topic I want to go into is your article that is quant-based marketing, reverse engineering, growth marketing success. So in the article, you you talk about how your goal was, I think, to get mint from zero to 100,000 users in six months. Fast forward six months, you guys got a million users in those six months. You laid out seven steps in this article. Can you break those down? And, and break down what is quant-based marketing and how you can, can re- reverse engineer that growth. It was awesome. It was such an experience to be a part of it. I think one thing that, especially if you're trying to do growth, the number one thing that matters is, do you have something that people actually want? That's the thing that people are like, no, how do I do marketing? I'm like, well, you have something that sucks. Yeah. You can't market it. You can't market a shitty product. No, you can't. Like I just got off the phone with the, guy, uh, the founder of Spikeball. You ever heard of Spikeball? Do I play literally a Zilk? That's a, again, why I want to live in that area. I play every weekend at Zilker. <laughs> yeah. So, and yes, they had to do marketing and all this stuff and he's got a story and stuff, but like, it's easy to do marketing when you have a great product that people actually 100%. want. Like this hat I'm wearing, it looks hella ugly. I don't know if the podcast, it's a podcast, right? They can't see it. This hat looks like a fucking lame ass hat, but what it does, which is pretty neat, it folds into itself so you can travel with it, right? Like, look at it, like folds into like, and it's That's like dope. one ounce. Yeah. Pretty neat. Right. You throw in your backpack. Yeah. So, I think just taking a step back, did you build something like that's potentially ideally unique that yeah. actually people are excited for? Then all this marketing stuff is cake. And then, you know, just a question to think about is how do you know people really want it? They're excited to give you money. You're not begging them to get paid. You're like, yo, man, I'm working on this thing. Here's what I created. They're like, oh my God, please. Uh, and if you don't have that, I would work on that, not the marketing. And so like, you know, for me, like when I launched AppSumo.com, instantly people bought a bunch of deals. Like people yeah. just bought, a, you know, we launched this thing with Imgur and I was like, okay, cool. So th- that's kind of what I, I want people to think about in terms of the, the six step process for marketing. It's the same. It's the same. I, I came up with it because I never found anything out, out there that was even close, which is work with number one, what's your goal? Like with me, it was a hundred thousand users. Number two, what is your timeline? A lot of people are like, I want to go to Mexico or I want to get a hundred thousand users. It's like by when? So like for my YouTube channel, I mean, this is what we still do at AppSumo, do it for my YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel, our goal is half a million subscribers by the end of the year. Number one, number two, by the end of the year, number three, now you start then modeling it out. So if I need half a million by the end of the year, I started the year at 200. That means how much do I need each month and how many videos do I have to put out? So you set up your spreadsheet and you model out what you need to do to hit your target. Just, you know, like anything, like what's my work backwards? What's my goal? What do I need to do to be able to hit that goal? Then I'd research the different things that you're thinking of doing. So specifically with marketing, let's say you're trying to sell this hat. It's called Parapack. 
you're like, I want to sell a thousand units in this year, right? So that's 83 units a month. And you're like, all right, well, what are the different places I could probably go to sell 83 units in January? So it could be blogging, it could be YouTube, it could be Facebook ads, it could be paid, it could be whatever it is. So you kind of have estimates about that. And what that does, is it helps you prioritize. Like, where are you going to go do that marketing? With that, you have targets. So like, all right, well, what did I think I'm going to have with some of these targets for these different sources that I've picked out? I think it's going to be 50 here, 50 here, prioritize. And then go and execute on it, right? And then you're going to basically have your timeline and say like, all right, now this month I'm going to do these things. And, and the most important thing in marketing at this point is just you're thinking of it like a buffet. You're trying a few of these dishes out. You see which one works? And then yeah. based on the ones that work, you're going to do more. The problem with most people is they don't kill the things that stop working. Like AppSumo doesn't do Instagram. AppSumo doesn't do Twitter. AppSumo is really not doing TikTok. AppSumo is not doing YouTube. And the reality is it just didn't work for us. But when I do YouTube, somehow it seems to work. And so my point there is like, I think more people in business need to kill things uh, that aren't working. The only thing I would say with the whole marketing and mint and, and people figuring this stuff out is kind of three things, right? Marketing is like, who's the customer? What problem do they have? And where the hell are they? That's it. Yeah. That's it. it I, I know yeah. it's simple, but then if you have a problem that's important, if you know who wants it, then just go find out where they are and let them know. And that's what I did with mint.com. When you're picking your sources, right? And like you're testing different, you, you figure out where the customer is. Now it's, it's how do you get them to purchase your product? How long are you testing something? Like until you cut it essentially, until you're like, fuck it, like this is done. We need to move on to testing a different source. Cause at this point, right? Like if you're setting that goal, mm. that timeline's tight, you're trying to hit a target. And at yeah. some point you can't like keep trying to just optimize something, optimize something that's not going to scale or work. Yeah, let's pick like a real product. Like what's a product that you're selling or like you're- So my, I mean, my paid newsletter. That'd okay, be so how many subscribers are you at? 245, I believe. Nice, right around there, 245 to 250. Great. And then how many do you want to be at at the end of the year? A thousand. A thousand? All right. Yeah. So thousand minus 245. So you have 755 and you've got like, what, seven months left? So yeah. you need to get a hundred people a month, three people a day. Yes. Three people a day is not bad. Yeah. It's totally doable. No. So, you know, the thing that I like to do is that, how did you get the 245? Like, who are they and where'd you get them? Basically, it was all off my free newsletter. And then I should look at the metrics, but maybe 10% off Twitter. Twitter has been more so of an engine to get people from, from Twitter off onto my free newsletter, which is creeping up on 30K. And then I use the, the free newsletter to segue to the paid newsletter. All right. So we got some, we got some juice there. And then let's do one other thing. Who are these people? Founders and growth marketers. Men or women? Men. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, AppSumo, I, we have women and I, we, our company, I think is like 60 or 70% women work there, but our customer base, I think is like 85% men. Yeah. I would say that it's probably 90% men. Yeah. And it's not bad or good. Like there's glossy air and goop and all these things that are women only. Like we can have things that are targeted towards a, cu a customer. And so is it, and it's men that are marketers or founders? It's a good mix of both. Cause I've been doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one interviews with customers and it's a good mix of like marketers at, at for example, synthesis school, uh, grind basketball. And then I'll talk to some as well that are, it's been half and half marketers or founders. And then I think there's more we can pin on that. How many people do you think are available in the world to sign up for your newsletter? I think there's a world where you could, you could have 10,000 subs or paying, paying customers. Yeah. I don't see why not. And then what, what's the reason? How much is it a month or a year? 44. 44 bucks a month. Like what, what makes yeah. it worth 44 bucks a month? So it, at first it was in MVP mode, right? So it was just the paid newsletter. Now the, the goal is for it to be a library of playbooks and inspiration for growth marketers and founders. So it's going to be growth guides, which are the case studies that you get bi-weekly. 
and then it's going to be webinars. Like for example, I bring on, you know, like similar like trends, they have their, their webinar series and then a community as well. And then kind of like one-on-one time. Okay. I mean, does that seem worth it for 44 bucks a month? When I've done other, like I've paid for other newsletters or other paid products like that. Yeah. And, and I think a good example is like um, Mario from The Generalist. He like just changed his pricing to $500 like a year. And it's just now it's just the community. It's like not even the content. Like people are like paying all that money just for the community. So what I'm realizing after speaking to everybody is like everybody just really wants a community and like the content's almost like a side product. Like it's, it's like another benefit. But what people really want is the community. I mean, I guess there's a few things that you can unpack here, which is one, I wonder if you can copy Lenny Ruchinsky, which he's done for like product marketing, right? Like he's really product management. You could do for like go to market, like start founder marketing and really create the community around it. Like, I, I wonder what you could learn from Lenny's playbook. Yeah, I, I'm part of his and it's great. Yeah. I wonder what, what's the parallel there for what he's doing with what, what can you copy of his that, that would help you get the, the three day? I think one thing that, Makes sense for him. He his price point is fifteen dollars a month, I believe it is fifteen or twenty. And I think what that does is like it just increases volume. You're gonna your community is gonna be it's the volume of that your community is gonna grow is a lot faster at fifteen dollars a month and forty four dollars a month. Which I think that's pricing could be one. But I'm trying to think what else. Um, I don't know what he's. I, I know Substack does like you know like they like recommend. That's one, like, I don't use Substack. And I know Substack has, like, the rec... Because he, he, he put out something a few days ago where he showed, like, the spike in his growth from his newsletter. Yeah, and, it, and he was like, yeah, it was, like, a good amount of it was from, like, the recommending. Because I shipped my MVP on Gumroad, which I think was a bad idea. Because Gumroad's, like, not built for paid newsletters. But I was, at like, working at Gumroad at this time. So I was like, if I use Substack, like, I'm just not going to work here anymore, basically. Like, um. <laughs> So right now, like we're building out the membership site and it should be going live. So we'll be moving, transitioning off of Gumroad into building a, or having our own, you know, all of our own landing pages, et cetera. Yeah. I think the one thing that I would probably, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot you already know, you know, sometimes people know what to do. It's not that any of the stuff I'm saying is revolutionary. I think it's just more putting structure to it. Right. And I, I definitely think I'm lacking that right now. What? Yeah. Which, look, you, every, there's many ways of getting to the destination. So you don't have to do it my way. I think mine is just more disciplined where we have projections about what we think these channels will do. You try it out, you see if it works. And if it doesn't, you're like, okay, well, let's move on to another channel. I would be personally curious, like why people, like I, you're 245 people, which is great. I'd be curious to like talk to them, like even surveys, phone calls, like who are they? Like, where did they find you? So that you can double down on wherever they found you and then go more on that. And there's always like, you know, one of the key marketing things is like, how can you get referrals from those people? Yeah. I was talking to the founder of a Spark Loop. And that's where, where I was stuck on is either A, go referral program or B, go affiliate program. I know like, right, like affiliate program for AppSumo didn't it drive, doesn't it drive like seven figures or even eight figures? Yeah, our affiliate program, that is one of our, our top channels. W- what do you think? On a paid newsletter, do you think it's better to go referral program or affiliate program? The way I like to look at it is I don't know what's going to work. If I did, I mean, well, I don't. I always think I do. But most of the time I really, I don't know shit. <laughs> so what we do it up soon is called test and invest. So that's why we're talking about doing some MR stuff. So it's like, okay, what's the fastest way we can test it? And if it works and invest it. like our affiliate program, we did manually. <laughs> and then it was like, Hey, this is actually bringing us clients. Like we manually paid people with PayPal and like, Hey, give them a random link. 
And then it was like, oh, that worked. And let's do iDev Affiliate. And now we use impact.com. And I think it's like $60,000 a year we use for the software. But that's like, you know, seven, six, seven years later. So I think for yourself, like pick a few of these different projects out, referrals, and then customer surveying. I do think like how often are you emailing your free list to subscribe? I'm not doing it as, as much as I should because yeah, I'm waiting I, to. I know. Yeah, I'm getting. You're waiting it for to, someone else, but like you could also just email them today. And then I think I'm curious for yours, like, what's your churn like? I keep a roughly eighty percent of subs, so like I'm, I'm not losing. But is that eighty percent a month or a year? Year so far. So I, I launched it the end of November. I think you have a lot of different things. It's just like how much are you focusing on the things that matter. And really, at the end of the day, it's like, there's probably only a few that really make the difference. And I think with AppSumo, with Eamon and our team, at the end of the day, it's like, can we find dope products? Can we get a good price in it? And then can we make sure we email it out and tell people about it? And so I think with your newsletter, it's like, what's the one-two combo that's like, no, what's the problem that you're solving where 44 bucks a month is cheap? Who are the people that are like, yo, this is just like, I would give you 140. Mm. And then where are they online? Are they on Twitter? Are they in someone else's newsletter? Are they in a community? From there, that's just rinse and repeat. For test and invest, how long are you testing before you you invest? It's arbitrary depending on the project, but I would say it's within a month or within a certain okay. amount of budget. So if you're doing some marketing, it's like what's you know a thousand, ten thousand, and if it's a new channel, it's I think about a month. So like this year with AppSumo, we tried TikTok for AppSumo, and it just did not do much relative to how much it costs. So after a month, we we killed it, and then we started a new newsletter to kind of be like a morning brew hustle, like daily newsletter or weekly newsletter. And that it was just relative to the amount of time and cost it took. We had other things that were working better that we could just invest more in. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, so TikTok just didn't work for you. Cause I've been talking to so many people in the, I would say the last like month and a half that swear by TikTok, I'm using it to grow the the free newsletter. It's crushing, but I, I understand like it's, it's just different products. Crushing in what sense? So CPA is less than $2 per subscriber. And then they're tagged that they're coming out of TikTok. So I could test the open rate on those and the open rate on, on people coming out of TikTok's 55, over 55%. What's but your I haven't, TikTok I, handle? So well, I'm running it on like a ghost account. It's not like my, I'm, you know how- like Oh, you like you're could, running ads on it. Yeah, I'm running ads, yes. Uh, I don't think we've done the ads thing very much. How is the, the ads is like $2 CPA? Yeah. That's interesting. I was subscriber. talking just more organic. That's where I want to explore next because I've just spoken to, again, a few people that have like, a video that gets 1.5 million views has led to over 15,000 subscribers. And, and uh, like I was talking to Nick Sharma, they did, they did something where, um, they, I mean, they just worked with a, with an influencer for like a shower head that, that basically filtered your water and they got 20,000 sign. I, and again, going back to your article, your article says like signups are easy, right? Like the signups aspects is easy. It's converting the signups, but still getting 20,000 people onto a list off like one, like TikTok video is pretty fun. It's crazy. Let's be real. Growth is the number one priority for e-commerce brands, but that only happens when you're providing a cohesive customer experience. And that's where Yachtpo steps up. With brands like Culture Kings and Steve Madden, already big fans, Yachtpo strengthens your relationship with customers through smart, data-driven solutions like Yachtpo SMS Bump, the top SMS marketing app in the Shopify app store. Plus, this platform integrates with the tools you use every day and is available on all major e-commerce platforms like Shopify, Salesforce Commerce Cloud, Adobe Commerce, and BigCommerce. Sounds good, right? So head over to yachthope.com for a free demo. The one thing I'd, I'd be mindful is that, and not mindful, one thing to, to look for opportunities is that opportunities happen when no one else has found out about it. Yeah. 
So if you're doing TikTok ads early or you find Reddit was doing ads early or for us like newsfeed ads, like Facebook was early, the new platform, the new channels that don't have market like economics in it yet or where you're going to yeah. get a lot of upside. So I think that's a that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm very happy because I ran Facebook and Instagram ads as well for the newsletter and it's still good. But like if I could get a subscriber on Facebook or Instagram for five, roughly five bucks and then go on TikTok and get and then and. What I haven't tested though is is the quality in the sense of do they convert to being a paid sub, right? Like what percent of those are actually converting to be a paid sub? I, and I haven't done testing around that, so that's going to be like an, another focus. But yeah, there, I think there's there's a there's a lot of opportunity in in TikTok. But I mean, one thing I'm I'm curious with with you is like when I emailed you a few months ago about like sponsoring the newsletter, you told me your your main focus was SEO, right? I think in Q1, mm. and one, you guys drive it an, an insane amount of traffic. I spoke to head of marketing for, I think it was AppSumo, for an article that I wrote about you guys, that you guys have like the best, and I'm very jealous of content upgrades, that you guys drive like 10,000 leads, right? Like a month from or something, some crazy number. So my question is like, at, at that point, when you said you're f- focused on or uh, SEO Q1, what else did you do to scale? Like, is it just more content? Oh, for the SEO play? Yeah. Yeah, I think the SEO area, I mean, it's always interesting with businesses. Like, you know, you hear about Amazon, they're like, oh, you know, we only have 1% of all sales. And it, it's true. Like, even with AppSumo, in my opinion, like, how many people do I think are out there that want to be entrepreneurs? I'm like 10 million people. Yeah. And we have 160,000 buyers a year, which is awesome. So I'm not hating on that or discounting it. Uh, it's just like, oh, wow, there's there's a lot more upside there than, than we realize. And yeah. so I think of marketing, I've always thought of it as like a pie, right? So of that 10,000 people or 10 million people, excuse me, like, where are they, right? And then they're searching Google, they're watching YouTube, they're on TikTok, they're offline, maybe they're in meetup groups, maybe they're in college. And so the question becomes like, what's the best use of money and time to scale ratio, right? So relative yeah. to the amount of money and time we have available in our life, like, what will help us reach the audience we believe will, will do that? And I think SEO is one of these ones where if you can set it up where like as the site gets used more, more pages are created and more SEO is then generated, I think that's a, a huge advantage for us, especially given how many products we have available on AppSumo.com. Yeah. That's something that I'm, I'm stealing from you guys is I like I, I put up my my site and uh, SEO is like the, the, my focus for, to, this is primarily to grow the, the free newsletter, to grow marketing exam and was that I wanted to, put out all the case studies and then I wrote bonus sections for all of them. I haven't released the the bonus sections yet because SEO hasn't like it's it's we're three months in generated a thousand eleven hundred clicks or organic visits from from SEO in the three months, but I haven't put the content upgrades yet, which is like something that yeah, I'm dying to put just I don't have the bandwidth to do it. I need to I need to hire out to to put together the case studies, et cetera. But that was one of the most impressive, like, and then I, oh, I don't remember exactly who I spoke Let to. Let me ask, what, what's your day like? Like, how do you prioritize your day? So I'm up by 6.45. So I go to bed roughly 9.30, 10. I'm up by 6.45. I, first thing I do in the morning is I go outside, I walk, and I do five minutes of breath work. Next thing I do is I do, I walk 30 minutes on the treadmill for 30 minutes, and then I go to Buzzmill Coffee uh, and nice. do two hours and 30 minutes of deep work. So like, for example, one, the things that are are here that I was doing today was optimize the sales process for the, like newsletter ads in the free newsletter, working on my landing page, and then just Twitter and LinkedIn content. And then I had two meetings 
then like I told you, so I, I, I do 10 hours at two different startups. So like, that's also kind of implemented in my day. And that's like, again, like, so I could rent a house, like those things. Cause I, I, Mark, I haven't been growing marketing examined for two, two years. I knew if I wanted to rent a place, I would have to have two years of tax incomes to be able to prove that like I could afford it. So I have a two hour block of doing work for the startups. Then I'm at the gym for two hours. And then I got marketing exam and work, like uh, writing and then working on the community send, then working on the collective. And then I have another 45 minute session at the gym and then I read and then I chill. So it's like kind of my, my day. That was today. That's like a general day. Yeah. That's well, I mean, chill isn't like, that's like at 8.30 PM. I'll, I'll yeah, I mean, that's a long ass day, bro. How, how old are you, Alex? I just turned 27. Yeah, man. You got energy. Good. Keep going. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what's your goal this year? Like, what are your top goals? So Marketing Examine, 100,000 subscribers. That's the free newsletter. And then Growth Marketing Examine, which is the paid newsletter. It's 1,000 subs. One, I love that you have very clear goals. Thank you. That's me. This is my style, right? Like, I have my own ways. I like it. How much of your week is in those two areas? Like, directly? Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't timed it and I, I want to time it. No, no, I don't think you even need to time it. I don't give a fuck about timing it. I'm just saying that like my goals in AppSumo right now, I have three goals. It's like, we want to hit 120 million in revenue. I need to get the three-year vision dialed in. And then I need to work on our executive team, like bringing on specific executives. I'm not saying I'm even doing perfect at this, man. Yeah. I'm not even, you know, it's all different. And, and I'm not here criticizing you. I think you're doing great. I just think it's then looking at my calendar and this is what I do on Sundays, Mondays, and Fridays. I just say like how much of my time was in the areas that mattered. Mm-hmm. And then it's just being mindful, not tracking it all. I don't give a shit to track it, but it's like how much time am I actually doing the areas that I'm saying it yeah. is the meat that, that makes a difference. And I think the more you can just put it towards that, the goals become much more easier to accomplish and the things that don't actually move things forward. Like one of our things we say in AppSumo a lot is business forward. If it doesn't make a business forward, we just cut it back. Mm. I, d- I definitely think there's like, areas where I can improve or like I, I spend time on things that don't move the needle forward. I think where one thing I, I spread myself thin or as in like, you know, I'm putting work in the, these other startups that aren't my baby. Right. But it's so that I can fund marketing exam essentially like it's, I hear it's that. you know, so I could put money into the pay, like obviously the, the newsletters make money and it's money. That's obviously just going into the business, but I want to have more money to put into the, into the business to grow things, to, to hire out, et cetera. And I think that's like, you know, sometimes I'll say I'm going to work 10 hours for X startup and then I end up working 15. I have, a, I have a, a hard time sometimes like telling the other founder, right? Like that I'm working on their company. Like, hey, I hit 10 hours. Like I can't keep doing X. Like I've hit my 10 hour limit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like all I'm signed to do is 10 hours. I So that's something I struggle. I struggle with. Yeah. I mean, it's a struggle. I was just talking to the guy from Spikeball. He said he worked his day job for five years before he could quit mm. to do Spikeball. You know, like I worked at AppSumo for two years before I even got really paid at all. And so it's it's part of the grind. It's part of the, you know, upfront investment for the the long-term return. I think the other thing that I, uh, that's, I added like another pretty like big goal, which is like trying to compete in CrossFit games, which is like, that means you got to train for you. two to three times. You know what I'm saying? Like two to three times but i what here's the other thing i've noticed though i'm much more high energy i'm much more focused when i'm when i am focused on that goal so i played college football and like my whole 
growing up, my whole focus was like the league, like the NFL, et cetera. I didn't, obviously I didn't make it, but I was very focused on it, but that focus like bled into everything else. And now that I've been that, training that's a like great this thing. too. I always think that's fascinating. Like when you have like a marathon or a bike ride or something, you're like, well, I'm not going to drink as much. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to do these things. And it's always nice to have these like a flagship, not flagship, like pinnacle objectives that like make yeah. everything else better. How close were you? To, did you try to do the NFL tryouts or what happened? I got a sports hernia when I, uh, so I played at FIU in Miami. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, FIU. And then I, I two years in, I transferred to Texas State here in San Marcos. And then I got a sports hernia. And sports hernias aren't covered by insurance. And so I I just couldn't Damn. afford it. Like It was like $20,000, $25,000 to get the surgery. Insurance wouldn't cover it. I couldn't afford it. So it was kind of just like the end of football. And then I, for like a few years, I've, I, I need to be competitive in something. Like I, I love athletics. If in another world, if I was six eight, I'd try the NBA. Like, I I gotta compete athletically, and I've always been good at like weightlifting or it's things in the gym. So, CrossFit seemed like the next. Like, it's not, and it's not for like the money thing. Like, CrossFit athletes get paid shit. Like, it's not, it's not about that. It's more of like I just want to compete in, in something. Uh-huh. No, I think it sounds dope, man. Sounds like you're on the right track. You're putting in the reps. Appreciate it. Um. This bleeds into kind of our conversation here. It bleeds into something that we discussed, but getting your first thousand customers. You said there's five phases to getting your first thousand customers. You think you run through that? And and I know we kind of touched on this for for growth market or for the the newsletter, but you think you could run through it from like the zero to fifty, et cetera, to yeah. Where where did I post that or, or write that, write that up? It's been it's been a minute. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could. Well, I have it screenshotted. Okay, so zero to fifty, it's one on one marketing. 50 to 100, it's uh, buffet marketing, aka experiment. 100 to 500, it's refined, so two times what works. 500 to 1,000, it's scale, so 10x what works. And then 1,000 plus, it's flywheel. Yeah, sounds great. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think the thing that misses out is people try to jump, like, I don't think people are very strategic in how they they do the jumps from, like, the beginning to the, towards the middle and end. And it honestly never ends. But I, I think where there's a, a big gap is that people don't do the hand-to-hand combat. Justin Mayers came up with that, and I thought that was a good way of putting it. It's hand-to-hand combat marketing where, you know, even the Spikeball guy, I talked to him the other day. He's like, I was like, how'd you get your first customer? He's like, I called my friends. I asked them to buy. And so I, I tried to do like a home ergonomics business. It was like a YouTube video to try to start a, a million-dollar company in a weekend. It was in 24 hours. And I just called up my friends who work at home, and I was like, which is everyone. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm doing this home ergonomic, and not a lot of people really wanted it. But uh, I think people could do a lot more of that. I think the only thing I would probably add is I do think referral marketing is highly under underutilized. I do too. Right? Like if you have a product like AppSumo where it's like, hey, you bought this product, like tell another friend about it. Or, hey, you joined this newsletter, like who's one person that you know that's a founder marketer? Let's give it to him for free. Yeah. Uh, I think there's great ways to leverage that more in business. Right now, I think it happens organically. Like, hey, this restaurant's good, so you tell a friend. Yeah. But what can the restaurant do when you're there to say, hey, if you've enjoyed this meal, I'm going to give you this card so that next time you come back, you get a hookup, but like you can hook up your friend with it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now you just actually turn your your customer into your evangelist. And yeah, uh, I think that's definitely under leveraged in most businesses. Yeah, that's what I think I'm always talking about. It's like your customers can become an acquisition channel if you play it properly. 100%. Well, dude, I appreciate you. I don't want to take any more no, of your time. Good, yeah, um, I'm rooting for you. I like, you're the, the up and comer. You're the future. I'm glad that you... Uh, there's a Yiddish word called altakake, which is like the old timers. 
So I'm... Uh, At- Atakake? Is that how? Atakake. <laughs> no, I mean, I love this stuff. Like for me, I, I never thought of myself as a great marketer. I think I've, I've done a great job finding great products and then doing whatever it takes to market them. Yeah. And, th- and that's what's really worked well in my life. So find a product that you like or make the product and then, f- you know, do all the marketing stuff. Honestly, it's fun. I, I think it's generally a service. I'm like, yo, you don't like this hat. I'm like, literally, I was like, there's people I'm like, yo, you need to know about this hat. Yeah. So if I was trying to market this hat, I'd be like, well, who are the people that are like really into this stuff? Like, are there other products? Are there certain activities? Is it a certain gender? Are they go to certain locations? And then I'd work backwards to be like, all right, well, how do I infiltrate those areas so that this hat uh, is getting talked about? Yeah, dude, I think you do a really great job of, of structuring things and how you're going to like how you work backwards from it. Cause I, I remember, I think you did a trends webinar where you, you were talking about your YouTube growth at the time and like hmm. how you just, how you structured everything for YouTube growth. And it was like, it was fascinating because I, I felt like I had some structure, but not, not enough and not like an unneeded structure. Cause I think that's another thing. Like people, like, there's like people try to track too much shit. You were only tracking the important shit that like actually drove, you know, uh, drove results. So this has been eye opening, and I and I yeah I really appreciate the conversation. And for people that are listening and and gonna see this in newsletter, et cetera, where can they follow you? Sign up for your yeah. newsletter, read your content. Yeah, three things. Go to okdork.com. That's my newsletter. Sign up there, okdork.com. Uh, check out my YouTube channel. We put a lot. Like we have a huge yeah. not a huge team. We have a team on it. Like we spend a lot of time making really good content to help people be inspired for business. And then to buy and sell software for startups. If you're doing like an agency, if you're a freelancer, if you're a marketer, appsumo.com. I would, I would check that out. Awesome. No, well, I appreciate your time, man. And we'll have to get that, that lifting at the collective. Sweet. Well, man, I appreciate it. Hope you have a great, great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Me too, brother. You have a good day too. Thanks. Man. You too. See you, man. Thank you for tuning in to 30 Minutes of Growth. If you want to hear more all action growth insights, be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcast so you can hear our next episode first.